0: Hello, fellow Nostriches, and welcome to Nostrovia, your weekly Nostra podcast. If you're listening to this transmission, you are opening up new territories of freedom for our fellow humans. What's your, like, background? So I edited the Bitcoin
1: Standard, uh, the second edition, the one with the sailor forward, not the the C.M. forward, and uh, then the uh, fiat standard, you know, and of course, his forthcoming principles of economics we just finished. Um, and had a lot of fun doing it and learned a lot and, you know, safety turned out to be like a superstar in the Bitcoin space. So I was really fortunate, you know, that he kind of took me under his wing and, uh, helped me feel confident in like reaching out to other Bitcoiners, just cold, like I had for him. So I just like cold called a lot of people, um, ended up working at Bitcoin magazine as a writer, um, kind of got into leading. Uh teams like small multimedia teams, you know, I started our YouTube channel, took over their conference live stream, which is actually a pretty big project. I mean we'd get a couple million views over a couple of days every time the conference came about so it was it it was no small thing, and we needed a lot of people to execute tasks like that so uh you know the teams grew, and I just kind of um i don't know found my place in events oddly enough. I mean, before this, I was, uh, living in a MMA gym with my dog, uh, and my fiance. Um, like not coming in and out, like we literally lived in the gym. We had a little room. Um, you know, just I was trading options, uh, for money and learning about Bitcoin. And, uh, then I went basically all in on, on, on Bitcoin and just like fell in love with it. Um, so that's a convoluted way of saying, like, I don't, I don't really have a good, um, education or reason to be here. <laughs> I, I just sort of am <laughs> and I, uh, I just enjoy helping out, I guess, any way I can. So, you know, clearly the events thing led me to, uh, Nostrica. Now, you, you know how that came about, right? That was like January 16th or 17th. I, I think Jack tweeted, like, if we put on a, an event, uh about noster you know who would come and it was like well everybody would come you know <laughs> people people were very excited about that i was very excited about that um and uh, i I g I think it's just important to to note that beginnings of of Up um because it's not an organization right um there's there's no money to be made in it uh, it was just kind of a goodwill passion project um, by all involved, um, that Jack was kind enough to fund. But it's important also to note, like, we don't speak for Nostr. I could really see how an outsider, I get this at Bitcoin Magazine all the time, like, people think we are Bitcoin because the company is Bitcoin Inc. They think yeah. that we are, like, creating Bitcoin. And that's just couldn't be further from the truth. So, same thing with, with Nostr. This is like an open source. Grassroots project that we want to see proliferate. And I want everyone to steal all of our ideas and go forth and go to other, you know, cities, towns, whatever, create their own local meetups so that we can, you know, onboard, educate and improve this, this, uh, technology, you know, the so more the merrier.
0: Yeah. The company mindset that people always have is, like, kind of difficult to get around sometimes. Like, I was talking to some people at this conference yesterday, the shitcoin conference in Hong Kong yesterday, and um, just telling them about NOSTA. And they're like, oh, so, like, who's, what's the company and, like, all this stuff. And it's, like, it's so hard to, like, explain that, no, it's just an open thing. Like, there's no, no, they're like, oh, maybe we can collab or something. It's like, there's no one to, (laughs) it's like... (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, they're like what's a
1: it's a protocol, what's a protocol, you know? The Yeah, I think the learning curve is uh it's steep, but what I like about what I like about Damas or something like that, like a Nostra client is you don't really have to put too much skin in the game except a little bit of time, whereas Bitcoin when you're trying to tell someone about it, they immediately m- I mean, I think a lot of people are prone to clamming up a bit because our money hasn't been neutral for so long that they have like these really biased, you know, opinions that they hold really strongly about it. And they're they're scared to talk about it. But with with Thomas, it's just like, no, download it. It's in the app store. It's a lot of fun. You know, we're having a lot of fun here. And, uh, you know, a lot of people in my life have downloaded it just to try it. Some of them have stuck around, others haven't. But I had a guy that used the the protocol for like a week, and he came to Costa Rica. I mean, mm-hmm. bought his first bit. You you met him, Nick. He bought oh, his yeah. first Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought his first Bitcoin at NostraCup. And I wasn't like I'm not crazy about the whole orange billing thing. Like I don't try to convince people mm-hmm. him to do anything, <laughs> you know. Um, but we just you know organically had some. I guess you'd call it product market fit uh, or, you know, there's probably better it than that. But um, I think we organically generated a lot of interest in Noster and Bitcoin just as a community, just by like, by virtue of our own excitement, it lent legitimacy to the event, but also, you know, the various clients and micro apps that are being produced for it. And I don't know about you, but it was super exciting for me to see all these builders in, in one place,
0: you know? I really had a good time there. I think that was, like, awesome. Meeting up with all the other guys who are doing the same thing and being able to talk in real time, like, in, in real life is, like, totally different to, to like, messages and stuff. It's, like, the, I, the idea flow is, like, so much more interesting that way. Um, but the thing the thing that I really, like, that kind of struck me, like, more than anything else was how... Because I was basically at that, like, like hippie compound hippie commune kind of thing right and <laughs> yeah. then and then and that place is awesome i'm thinking like i actually kind of want to go back there just for like two weeks and just chill out and just like maybe oh, some work yeah. but just just like that would be so good but um but what i was going to say was like the people like because the people who live there yeah and they were getting and they started getting to it right and i was like oh man this is like so it's that was like kind of the most out of everything that was the thing that struck me the most actually
1: uh, yeah, that was, that's like a whole nother, I mean, we should probably explain in case someone's listening who didn't go like we, we did absolutely rent and have the event in like a hippie commune. <laughs> um, I mean, some might call it a cult, but I mean, I know these people, these are great people um and they, they have a very particular, I guess, lifestyle that's, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. There's a lot of meditation that goes on. There's a lot of yoga. There's a lot of what they call authentic relating. Like I learned a lot while I was there about just this other way of living. That's an option that I never considered seriously before. Um So I think there were like 20 to 30 people living at Awake at the time. That's the venue. It was called Awake. And it had like a nice little river behind it. I think that's where we met actually. We We first hung out. We went to the river. Yeah. And uh, you know, had a good time with some of the locals. Um so it was like a very uh natural, like woodsy kind of location. It was super hot, you know, for Costa Rica, in Uvita. Um, but I think that place, like awake, is not so strange in the grander scheme of like Costa Rica. Like it's a pretty normal thing. So I think it might have been a culture shock for a few of the Bitcoiners there. You know, I, I was going through like online comments, trying to find where, you know, where we could improve. And that was one of the, the criticisms that stood out most to me about Nostrica is like, Hey, this was, this was a lot to come to this, you know, to come to, uh, <laughs> this commune in the middle of Costa Rica that has no air conditioning and to hang out with these hippies. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I was up for it. Everyone I, I encountered there on site said they were having a good time. But you never know if they're if they're filtering, you know. I know it, it was hot. It was kind of unpleasantly hot at times. But my take on all that is, and also, like, it was hard to get to that place. Like, you had to really go out of your way to meet us in that part of the world, you know. I don't know about you, but I landed in San Jose. And it took me, like, seven hours to get to... uh to get to evita and to get to the awake venue but i loved it you know it was like a rite of passage that we all became closer for it's like this vulnerability that everyone who was there day one shared it's like we made it we made it to the (laughs) venue we're doing this fucking on conference um and yeah man i i i think we're all better for it that's why i'm i'm really advocating that we do the next one in like a hong kong or a japan or somewhere equally
0: you know foreign
1: and out of the way
0: yeah um yeah, uh, i'm very biased because i live in hong kong but um that would be awesome doing it here um uh, but japan's also whatever it's really close to me so uh, but, and it's also like equally interesting in like a few in like a slightly different way but like it's like it would be cool the good thing about hong kong is like we'd probably get a lot of um mainland chinese coming which would be a good like different perspective um
1: that'd be great and they need it mm. they need no sir (laughs) yeah you know yeah i mean not to prescribe it for them but you can tell these people want to be on it i mean there there are a few still using the app but the day it came out
0: i don't know how many downloads do you think we had from china it was huge i remember like i remember like, i can't remember exactly but like i remember it was like massive like it was insane the um yeah the amount of activity when it when Damas like launched on the app store over here and then it got banned <laughs> it got banned in the mainland app store but not in hong kong mm-hmm. um but then but that's like that's what they do like it's they, like par for the course yeah it's just, just that's what they do okay. they, they ban everything if it's something new they ban it and then they figure it out and then they unban it once they know what it is i'm pretty uneducated about that part of the world i've never been to asia i have spent like
1: all my time either in the united states or like europe and now a little bit in central america so i've got a lot to learn about the cultures and communities there but also like how no fits in exactly like what problems does it solve Uh, for chinese populations for koreans and i think like a hong kong or japan you know indonesians i think hong kong or japan is a great place to um just kind of have a little headquarters create a hub you know get a little more in-person community interactions so that we can accelerate development so that they can solve this is the great thing about open source like the problems that they need like we don't have to prescribe them <laughs> from yeah. here in my you know east coast apartment i don't <laughs> have to like i don't know what they need they they can figure it out we'll we'll come to them you know and connect the dots and maybe something will come of it you know
0: yeah there's been some <clears throat> there's been some activity over here um there's, there's actually a few people they want to do like a nosta hackathon in hong kong for their Next. thing so like it's already kind of I think it would like naturally happen, but it would be good to have like, and like not like a quote unquote official, um, kind of thing as well. Yeah.
1: I mean, my, my first experience with with hackathons was really at Nostrica and I was amazed at how many people participated both virtually and in person. I mean, I drove back to the venue at like midnight, one of the nights just to clean up or, or perhaps I can't remember. And, uh, there were people there just coding (laughs) like just middle of the night (laughs) yeah no idea what they were working on but they were working diligently it was very (laughs) impressive to see i was gonna ask like you tell me your experience i mean you
0: you, you're someone who who can develop so well like hackathons give you like a different aspect and this is the first time i have ever been involved in a hackathon as well but um when you're working kind of like alone it gets boring but it's still really exciting because you're working on something really interesting but it's not the same thing as when you're like in a room with other people there. It's like the atmosphere people just like like they hang out it's like you get an idea, and it's like cool, let's do it, and you just do it like right now, like right then. it's just like just build an app it's just like wow. you're building a thing
1: yeah i mean if i if I wasn't running around with my head cut off uh during the event, I would definitely like to have participated a little more just in the form of like casually hanging out and watching yeah. it unfold because I think there's a tremendous amount that non-devs can learn just by immersion. (laughs) Like, I like to spend time with the, with the, you know, the nerds and the, the people who can code and do the things that I can't because it, it really gives you a fuller perspective of what is actually going on underneath the hood and what at like bottom is the difference between a Noster and uh, a Twitter, um, or a a meta, you know, uh, which I guess you know just reinforces kind of why we're here. Actually, I wanted to ask you that why why are you here? Why are you drawn to Nostr?
0: I I ran into it like someone told me about it um about a, a a bit over a year ago, and there was only I mean there was like a handful of developers involved, but everyone involved was a developer and just building things for fun, and that's the kind of community that actually gets things done. I stopped using social media like a while, I don't know, a few years ago. I was like, this is just bullshit. I just can't do this anymore. I deleted my Facebook. At the, I stopped using Twitter. And mm-hmm. just like, fuck this. This is such a, just so so, so toxic, like toxic's not the right word, but it's like kind of like, you know, not healthy. And then, so when I saw this community forming around Noster, I was like, firstly, it feels very much like early Bitcoin, the kind of community around early Bitcoin um not super super early but like it kind of felt like around like uh, i didn't really get into bitcoin till, till like a bit later like
1: a bit later like
0: <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> but i mean because cause i think the early early community was more like Cypherpunk, like hardcore cypherpunk. but right, then like right. but when i sort of started dabbling it was more like people just doing stuff for fun around it and like mm-hmm. and they started spinning up shit coins which was actually kind of fun though and like yeah and, yeah. and educational. And like, and I just got the same vibe from Noster, and it was really exciting. Um, and I was how like. How many, how many people do you think, sorry to cut you off, how many yeah. people
1: do you think were participating? You said about a year ago, that time, like you have like Ben Mark, <laughs> yeah, Job,
0: well, like who else is. The Telegram group had like around, I think, 500. Oh, wow. People already? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. but the, but the, but it was like mostly lurkers, right? Who were just like not saying anything. Don't
1: all Telegram groups succumb to that fate though? Like, I wish there was like a timer. Like, if you haven't participated in the last like three days, you're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They can definitely do better. Um, and I think that's the kind of things that are happening on NOSTA, Right? People are getting, like group chats on Noster are going to be interesting because it's like you can have so much more scope to like do things. It's like like you see a problem, you can solve it straight away. It's like just you just you're just writing some code, sending a patch. It's like far like you can adapt because it can adapt much faster. The solutions are going to be way more accurate. I feel like we've crossed the point where it's anti fragile. Yeah. Um. And and because of the nature of Notster, a a large proportion of the people using anything are developers. And so if they see something they don't like, all they need to do is send a pull request to the repo on GitHub, and like it's whatever they don't like is fixed. (laughs) Like it's that simple. But it's
1: also like, even if your, you know, request isn't fulfilled, you can still have your own implementation of Nostr that uh, satisfies it. Like you can just whip up your own client that does the thing. You know?
0: oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I use, I've got a lot of custom stuff that I've just made just because it's like the clients weren't, especially back when I started, like the clients weren't very good. So I'm mostly using like, uh, I my primary language that I use uh, is is called Golang. And um it's kinda like a there's no point really to discuss it, but it's like quite a easy language to learn. But it's also very powerful. And um whenever there's like, something I need, like 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 I just write a little thing in Golang to like to like do what I do what I want to get done. Like for example, like um it's not so much a problem anymore, but like before it was like you had to basically use all the relays kind of thing. <laughs> Otherwise like people would not get your event would not see your events yeah so i i just wrote a thing where like i send i i only connect to one relay and then that relay blasts it out to all the other relays and same for coming back in like a bitcoin node almost kind of like kind of yeah
1: in its broadcasting
0: yeah yeah so like just like little things like that um i don't know how how we got into this (laughs) (laughs) no i like it i the
1: the technical side of it is something that it's like you know, I could never spend enough time <laughs> on yeah. that. Uh, I would, I would love to, uh, like join a, I wish someone had a virtual workshop, um, and covered some of the things that I missed at Nostrica. Like I would love to learn how to, you know, command line build my own, like, small client. Or maybe that's too tall of an order because I like barely know how to code, but you know, just, just learn how to into interface with, you know, on a command line level with Nostra, I think would be super fun.
0: So like you could have a look at VHF's thing, um, NOS CL, which is just like a NOS, NOS the command line thing, um, which you can you can run very, very easily. Um, just to like query events. Go, go on, I'm just reading it now. I
1: just pulled it up. This is good.
0: Because you mentioned like you want to learn about the development side and everything. But I think one thing that developers kind of miss out on or don't always think about is like, making sure that what they're working on is actually connected to reality and that means like mm-hmm. talking to normal people so it's like it works both ways
1: that's um that was one of the fun things uh hanging out with will uh <laughs> was just giving him all the all the feedback and hanging out with him virtually i mean people are always they find a problem or you know a bug and they let kieran or or will know immediately and their the, their feedback loop is very short Whereas the feedback loop with, like, fucking Twitter is <laughs> like, you got God knows how many levels of bureaucracy, unless you're one of the people that Yvonne decides to respond to. Yeah. But chances are, your your request will never be heard or executed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, in my opinion, like, the real, what really excites me about Noster is this, that is that it's an open protocol that no one can, like, you don't need any permission to do anything, um uh which which is like that's a fertile like breeding ground for like just doing awesome shit, and also whatever you build can be and this is a point that Pablo raised um whatever you build, like Spotify and Twitter and Facebook and all stuff they're all like individual siloed networks like they have network effects, but they can't they can't like Twitter can't do anything with facebook really and 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 Spotify can't do anything with Twitter it's like they're all right, indi- independent. Yeah, kind of about it cuz they're yeah, all protected. It's, not a it's a feature for the in their, in their opinion, it's a feature not a bug. Right. But like noster you can like right so it's just like you build something on noster and then you can integrate that immediately with everything else that ever everybody else is building. So the network effect gets combined. So you have a, like a bunch of small little networks all combined together. Um you, you know what i mean? Yeah,
1: i, I exactly. I mean i saw <laughs> I saw Will hilariously comment one time that like other clients were implementing his ideas before he had time to write them. He would just like post an idea and everybody would code it right away. Yeah. Um, so What do you think? uh I mean, just to, to pivot back a little bit, like I'm curious what you find the value, if any, in these events is, because obviously we're all really eager to think about, you know, what's next. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious, like what, what could be done better? I guess this is a couple of questions stacking up. But like, wh-
0: where's the value in it
1: for you as someone who attended the first one?
0: Firstly, it was it was fun. Like it was really fun. Um, which which I, I wonder if you can replicate that in like somewhere like Hong Kong or Japan. You can, but it's like it's going to be a different kind of vibe, totally different oh. thing, right? Um, I think it'll still be fun. But I think like the one in Costa Rica was like really. Awesome because it was Costa Rica and because it was like at that, that hippie compound. Um, well, and
1: yeah, just the natural—it's like, hey, five thirty, we're all going to be at this beach surfing and watching the sunset, and you go, and sure enough, there's like a hundred other Bitcoiners and <laughs> their families and noster <laughs> users, just like trying to learn how to surf.
0: Yeah, and the and then okay, and the other thing that I that I really got from from it was just like meeting people, making real life connections with people. Although it was like a really like fast, like only a few days, but like just like getting to know people um, who are in the community and like seeing what other people think getting some kind of like combined like consciousness around this thing of like what are we doing and like where are we going it was like you can do a lot of that like online and like you know virtually but like i think like being physically there like is is totally totally like you can't really replace that
1: yeah i think i I mean i saw like the social neuron network just like strengthen. it
0: was crazy um i mean i made
1: lot of friends there like new people yeah. that i never would have reached out to online because i just didn't know that there was like yeah. some kind of connection or thing that i mean yourself included i never thought i'd be you know hanging out with you talking to you online yeah. you know you know going for a swim in the river like yeah that. there's um yeah there's something to be said for the physical and it lets the uh i don't know yeah it just let everybody's kind of creative and, and networking juices flow i guess so I think you're right. There's like, that's kind of where I see value and want to borrow from Bitcoin culture. Like, well, we, where we make these conferences, I think take out all the corporate, like bullshit, like take out the business element, take out the sponsorships, like think like human first. How are we going to build these things? And it's like, okay, we just need a place where people feel comfortable <laughs> that they can, yeah. you know, think out loud with each other and, importantly feel welcomed to share whatever their ideas are from like any level of the stack right Uh, me as just like a simpleton like user like you as a developer like i think that's why the format of unconference is successful here whereas trying to make like a corporate thing where you like sell tickets and it's like that i don't think that would fly i just Mm -hmm. don't think I think the values and the freedom and kind of the, uh, rough around the edges, um, you know, uh, unconference in, in mm. itself.
0: So that's the one thing I'm a little bit concerned about, a little bit worried about with doing it in Hong Kong or Tokyo is that mm-hmm. it won't, it's definitely going to be more restrictive. These are not cheap cities to do things in. And mm-hmm. like, you have to plan fairly, a fair way in advance to be able to do things. Because there's just so many more people doing, like, so many, like, the, the. Dance. Dance. Yeah, people. it's, it's exactly, yeah. That's what I'm trying to, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I heard we were looking into some venues just for fun and they, they were booked out like a year. Yeah,
0: it's, it's like that, right? So it's like that. So, yeah. yeah so, so like one of my friends is the one who organized like the shitcoin conference here, right? And, um, uh-huh. um, and she is going to Tokyo like next week or the week after to like scope out some places because they want to do an event there later in the year and um i was like cool yeah like give me your research because that could be useful for us because you kind of need someone like who's on the ground already there to make these Absolutely. things happen um,
1: hey yeah that that's important what you just said we could have never done this conference without Lee and his family <laughs> at bitcoin jungle yeah you know that's exactly, like, they are, like, the mother node, like, on the ground, at least for that part of the world. And what we need is more people that can host us in more cities. Maybe not necessarily to the extent that they went, but you have to be able to make those connections. Like, we can't just come take over the culture and expect to get anywhere. (laughs) You know, we need someone who knows the ways of the land.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. What was it like to plan and execute this? Because it was, like, it's unconference, but it was also a fair bit of planning involved, right like
1: yeah i I would say i mean again i d- I don't want to speak for everyone like I'm definitely one among many people that helped build this thing right i think I think my count was about twelve people who put like significant time mm-hmm. like investment, including like you know the audio visual components, like actually preparing the venue um put a lot of time into building it. And the thing, like most of the time, I mean, it wasn't easy, but the feeling was that of those first few days when, you know, Jack posted, are we going to do this? And then whipped up a doc and everyone started contributing to the open doc and nobody like really spammed it. Like there was Hmm. no attacks, like deleting other people. There was no like (sighs) overinflated egos. Everyone's just like, where can I sign up to help? This is my contribution. You know, take it or leave it. And so we kind of developed, I guess, a natural process from there of like just merging good ideas and taking, well, first of all, just taking everything into consideration, right? Like anyone could present anything at any time. And like we can't do everything, of course. So like only the best and like most relevant ideas we wanted to implement. But there were a bunch of side projects that kind of fell through. Like we were going to do this thing with um, universities where software engineering professors like took the day to also attend the conference virtually and have their students like code something for Nostr. But it kind of, I mean, we're all volunteer, right? It it kind of got to be a little too much. So we we really had to refocus now and again um, to make the event work. For our own limitations, like because uh, I don't know, for me and for like pretty much everyone else working on it, like we have like a full time other life. Like I'm running a venture fund. I got you know with 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 Mike at Lightning Ventures, and we've also got uh, you know the Bitcoin Magazine, the Bitcoin Conference, which is like a thirty thousand event. You know, NVK's got CoinKite. There's just there. Everyone has like another life yeah. going on, and I think. I think I said this at the conference too, like for me, Nostra was like a really welcome kind of departure from some of the rigmarole of like day-to-day Bitcoin land, which is also uh, very busy, <laughs> especially yeah, yeah. in the bear market. Everybody's yeah. very busy, very stressed out. Uh, you get a little bit of burnout every couple of months. Yeah. Um So to work on something new and exciting, like those are the things that captures people's attention, right? Like it gets through the filter. Is it novel? Yes. Is it threatening? No. Okay, so you start to pay attention to it. Is it fun? Yes. Is it changing like right before our eyes? Yes. Okay, so it just like starts to take more and more of your time. Mm. And there was really no downside. It was like an unlimited upside, like how much, you know, how much enthusiasm we pour into this thing like that might come out the other side and i i think like it's safe to assume like it did like i saw enough people smile enjoying themselves that it's like okay i would call it a success but like there's definitely um more help like that will be needed if we're to continue with future events and like more passionate people who just love Noster and bitcoin and want to see open source protocols uh develop in broad daylight and not behind like yeah
0: exactly yeah yeah i mean well the good thing is that anything that is developed behind closed doors is going to be a complete fucking failure
1: yeah i mean is that your is that kind of like like do you think nostra will eventually replace these uh protocols do you think we can achieve or will it I always wonder if things like this will remain niche. I mean, obviously, you know, Bitcoin hasn't. So we've got like this shining example in front of our eyes. But
0: So what I think is that like, you look at like the previous, the legacy things like Facebook, Twitter, as those communities grow bigger, it's just users and they're just being milked by the company. It's like a very one-way thing. But as NOSTA grows bigger, it's not just users, it's more developers who are building more things and improving it. It's like a self-perpetuating, like, monster that's that's like like i think this is unstoppable i think it's going to keep going and just from from what i've seen over the last year the last 12 months the speed of just how things are moving and the direction things are moving it's like exactly what i want to see this is exactly like this is perfect and to me it's like the to me it gives it gives bitcoin like a because bitcoin's a blunt instrument and like this gives it a sharp edge that we can use to like like to, to, to make Bitcoin applicable to more things, right? At the edges. And like um, to like to like sharpen sharpen the impact of Bitcoin into something that's useful for like everyone. Like not all at once, but like it gives us like a way you're not gonna change Bitcoin, but you can kind of like you can kind of like not wrap or kind of like package or something. You can you can kinda of like encapsulate Bitcoin in something like NOSTA, and then that gives it like a thing which then can adapt to everything very, very quickly and very rapidly. And so I think that's why we're starting to see like NOSTA is becoming the gateway to Bitcoin. It's going to start flipping the other way, right, instead of Bitcoin, because originally just Bitcoin was everyone was in NOSTA because they're already in Bitcoin. But it, like you can see that's changing, right? You can see that it's becoming the other way now. And I think this is why, man, I think it's because it's like kind of like wrapping Bitcoin In this thing which which can then adapt to the world which because bitcoin can't really adapt to the world not not that not at that that speed anyway
1: yeah i think uh at least in the in our kind of world there's a lot of people who don't see uh the need for bitcoin they don't understand the problems it solves (laughs) likewise uh well actually yeah because they don't want to address one, having been wrong about money all the time. But two, like our inflation is slow. It's like devious, but it's like it's slow. Things are falling apart relatively slowly. Um, so they don't need it as much as someone in Venezuela or someone who's yeah. experiencing, you know, 50 plus percent. <laughs> you yeah. per um, can't But going back to Noster, I think it's the opposite. I think everyone who has used social media intuitively understands its limitations and the privacy trade-offs that they're making every day. I don't think that they've put it in those same words and maybe they've never expressed it out loud, but I think, you know, you know, those terms of service, you're kind of signing away your right to privacy. And I think people surely they must intuitively understand that they are making a trade-off of convenience for privacy and uh, censorship, and absolute, you know, and complete digital gulags with everything from the fucking device that you use, you know, your Apple computer, all the way to, uh, you know, Instagram or something like yeah. that. These are these are um, becoming, I don't know, dystopias,
0: man. It's like a feudal I mean- feudal system, like
1: yeah it's a little it's a little scary especially when you know it wouldn't be so bad if it was just this thing that we used at the margins but i think grab like four random people on the street and their screen time is like hours and hours of their day you know what i mean i'm just as guilty of it i mean i spend all day on a computer but like it's just i i feel like we need to have an alternative and uh, the only viable alternative is free and open source software that's developed in broad daylight, not necessarily um, democratically, but in a way where, like, it's a meritocracy mm. of ideas. Yeah. Although people are free to also make their own niche communities with their terrible ideas if they want to. And that's real freedom of speech. Like, I, I you know, I don't think it should be censored. Um mm. That's that's the important part. Also, I mean, this is going to be obvious to everyone, but, like, after COVID, <laughs> everybody knows that we're suffering, like, severe freedom of speech issues. I mean, I got in, like, uh, arguments with people who, who wanted to pretend that there was no other side to this thing. And it's like, dude, there were hundreds of doctors, like, deplatformed, like, completely yeah. removed from all social medias like these are these are experts (laughs) these are the experts these are some of the trusted experts experts don't always disagree uh agree on things excuse me so i don't know man there's just there's there's it would be easier no it would be harder there there's just so many reasons why why we need no sir it's 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 crazy
0: we definitely yeah like the covid covid revealed a lot of things about a lot of people and a lot of institutions and a lot of countries (laughs) like yeah yeah and that's yeah but even before that it was like it was already ramping up right it's just like but then like covid really like really like laid bare everything it's like okay so so you guys fucking hate us okay got it
1: (laughs) (laughs) well even uh the most well-intentioned kind of state demons too. I mean, really wreaked havoc in society with that thing. Um, I think AI plays a little bit of a role too. Not that we have probably any like authentic quote unquote artificial, like synthetic machine intelligence. That's really too capable of like becoming a super intelligence and therefore a threat. I think that there is a lot of tech out there that is kind of mindlessly using uh, machine learning that are getting like feedback loops that may be good financially and like monetarily for the corporations, but they're terrible for society. I mean, that would be like, that is like what Facebook is. That is what Twitter became. Um, And I think like seeing red dots on a screen for every person in your like five mile radius that got infected, it it was like a horror movie. Of, yeah. like, positive rating feedback and, like, you know, machine learning guiding, like, politicians and states into these crazy unintended or intended, you know, consequences. Um, I don't know that that just further, like, stripped away our dignity, but also our agency, like our bodily autonomy. And that's, like, that's, like, way over the line. That's, like, we need to go completely turn and run the opposite direction. And have tools to fight these motherfuckers. Yeah. Because, like, we need to dissolve the ideas of, like, nationalism and citizenship. Like, I don't need to ask your permission to go to fucking Costa Rica. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I you know, this, is, like, land, this earth is, like, a place that we share. <laughs> and we all belong here. And it's, I don't know. It, it makes me so upset. Um, like sometimes i don't know if my hatred for the state is like actually greater than my love for things like bitcoin and no you know what i mean it's like yeah. always like depending on the yeah. how i woke up that day it's one or the other <laughs> like
0: i got the same thing man i got the same thing i i i, I some days i just get i see i see spe- during covid it was really bad but like to see like what they're doing and i just like just the level of anger i just like fuck i gotta get under control Like it's, no, it's like it's just, like...
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, it's hard to be... Yeah, it's hard to be productive, Um, which is actually the thing I really like about Noster is it's pretty optimistic, man.
0: I mean, it's super I optimistic, right? It's super optimistic, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I switch over to Twitter, and I'm seeing, like,
0: over-the-shoulder,
1: like, body cam shooter videos, like, inside, like, an elementary school, yes. Like... I mean I'm all for like the free flow of information and news and free speech, but like I don't that doesn't do I don't mean to be crude or to say it's below my bottom line or anything. I'm just like that's not healthy to look at that when every third video is like a fight video. Uh you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I need a I need a way to curate my own algorithm of happy, like uplifting, um, you know, productive conversations. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's that's that right there, optionality—that's that, huge for me
0: when it comes to Noster. Um, Do you think that would, there would be like, do you think you can kind of, in a way, systematize the planning of of events like this? Um, like, if, is, is there some like, like, can we build something that will make it really easy to plan the next event? Like for collaboration, oh, so like
1: anyone can pick up and and do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I I would love to do that. And I think the best way to bootstrap that would be to test it. So, like, for example, for the next event, have somebody kind of learn beside and copy and complement and improve our processes as we improve theirs. Um, I do this uh, at my current job. We call it pair programming. So, you know, you, you might know it's from the developer world. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we work together over video on things. Um, it doesn't have to be over video, but basically there's like a parallel to what you're working on. Um, and I think, you know, feedback back and forth, but if we could successfully like simultaneously build two events at once without like a centralized kind of port of control, just purely on collaboration, like mm. that's what we want to do here. Like, no coercion. No, I tell you to be here at this time or place. Just just passion projects, excited people. Um. I think the hard thing and the thing to remember is, like, some of that gets a bit into, like, fantasy La La Land. Like, you still need someone who says no. Yep. Like, you still need security <laughs> at events. Yeah. You know? You still need rules. Like, there was... I You know, I was actually astonished. There was no alcohol allowed on our venue.
0: Did you even notice? I... I, like, I, I yeah. I
1: didn't even notice.
0: Yeah, like, I didn't notice. Like... Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I didn't mean to make that some kind of special thing. I'm just saying that, um, like, there's constraints, right? For every event. There's constraints
0: oh, for I every see. location. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, you know, you, somebody has to abide by those and know those. So, it's hard to be completely like decentralized in your your planning of events. I think also because like the most frictionless quote unquote organization, even though not not a company, is really kind of a hierarchical, like the almost fascist like I say this <laughs> you do this. But we've got all the time in the world, man. There's no reason for us to be doing anything we don't want to do. Like I think that's the test. Like if you find yourself planning some kind of event for nostrica or sorry, Noster, like a Noster unconference in your own right, um just like ask yourself like are you doing something that I, you want to do? Like if you're doing something you don't want to do or somebody's telling you to do something in a way that's uncomfortable, you're probably not in the right yeah. environment. Yeah. Because it should be fun. It should be super fun. And if like you don't know the answer to something, all you have to do is get on Nostra and ask because <laughs> the, the network's huge. Somebody knows the answer. Like somebody that you know absolutely can get you the answer. If you don't know somebody, uh, yeah, just, just broadcast it on if you don't know, yeah. One, you know, Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like the – I think that's like the de facto like problem-solving uh, tool that we use for our kind of unconference and hopefully we can use going forward is just leaning on the network as much as possible.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. All right. I'm going to think about this because it, because he's in like Google docs and all this stuff. Um, yeah, that's
1: kind of a, I would say that that wasn't ideal. Right. And I think it was a necessity for convenience because we only had two months for the first one. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping for another event, we'll have more time and we can find, we can build our own tools. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, use noster native tools as much as possible i was really happy we at least got the ticket issuance through noster and i generated all the uh tickets with a cold card actually oh that's so, that
0: how you do it okay
1: yeah yeah yeah. Huh. yeah it was fun couldn't fake a ticket i mean it was yeah. completely random um <laughs> uh, as random as as random gets but um yeah i think you make a great point we got to implement as many um open source tools as possible and get way away from google for these things
0: yeah i mean it's i guess it's kind of ideological to say that but also like i don't know i, I think we need like the, well because also the well, pra- pragmatically it's like we can have tools specifically solving the, the the actual problems that we have instead of like generic tools um so like for planning a conference it could be like a really like nicely integrated experience that everyone can participate in. Um, rather mm. than, like, rather than like everything spread out all over the place and like, um,
1: yeah, and a bunch of decentralized docs. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, a conference comes down to like several million micro decisions. So you could map that
0: mm. for sure. Okay.
1: And I don't know how you would scale it, but it is just decision trees like anything else. Um, and I like what you said. Like, you know, getting away from kind of big tech and using our own—I guess not, not proprietary, but like open-source tooling for this thing. It is a somewhat ideological goal, and it might seem a little far-fetched at this stage. However, you your ambitions have to outpace your ability, or you're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh like our ambitions as Noster users and Bitcoin users have always been outsized. So like why not also have like these uh expectations of ourselves for the events that we put on too, man. I, I love it. Like we should.
0: Like it's that thing of that like that zone of proximal development, right? It's like getting just just a little bit further than we a current ability. And then that's where the that's where the magic happens i like that the
1: zone of proximal development
0: it's a um it's a book there's a book there's this russian guy or serbian guy something wrote about it it's super interesting um, oh really yeah yeah it's, a, it's i yeah this is but this is like filtered through like jordan peterson <laughs> that's how i you know got oh to really it, yeah <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> well that guy's not gonna survive on noster man he's too afraid of uh
0: Nims. I think that's one of the, that's the kind of thing where someone like that would just, they can kind of like self correct when you explain to them, like,
1: why. Yeah, it's just a blind spot. Yeah, basically.
0: it's just a blind spot, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Once he met, you know, you give him, uh, 20 minutes with Rockstar, he'll, he'll, yeah, yeah,
0: go yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Um,
1: I don't have any, like, last words of wisdom <laughs> other than, you know, if you want to participate, um, like reach out, cold message people in an appropriate way. You know, you get like one. <laughs> you get like yeah. one unsolicited communication with people. Yeah. Um, no, but like collaborate. Like let's have more events. Uh, let me know how I can help, but also, you know, build your own and uh, build
0: off of each other and let's get more people using Nuster Head over to nostrovia.org to see how to follow us on all the major social credit platforms.